What's up, guys? Welcome back to Storytime with Uncle Reddit. My name's John, and this is Tales from the Front Desk. Decided to mix it up a little bit today and do some uh, Tales from the Front Desk again, and uh, we'll get back to malicious compliance later. Anyway, my recording schedule's still all out of whack, but eh, we're getting some stuff done. So, working on another new channel, believe it or not. So we'll see how we do on our time management there. <laughs> you should have seen it. I was talking with a few coworkers, and apparently something I'd gotten super used to doing in a previous job, I did at the hotel and blew a handful of colleagues away. Backstory. I used to be in retail in an area bursting with old money. People who have lived their whole lives being catered to and being told yes. I was often one of the few people who told them no. There was a waiting list in my profession and you couldn't bribe, complain, threaten, or be nice to get further up that list. People still tried and I learned how to stand my ground against senators, CEOs, SCOTUS, lawyers, just old money people. <laughs> Not to mention their wives. With that job I got amazingly good at being strict and no nonsense in life. I stopped taking anything. It really comes in handy both in life and professionally. The story. On our wedding block resumes, sales gives us to the time of the shuttle departure and the ceremony. On this weekend, a half hour before the shuttle was going to arrive, guests started coming down in cocktail dress. I was on mid-shift and the PM guy and I are going about our business and complimenting the occasional outfit. It starts to feel like it's been a while when my coworker points out it's departure time for the shuttle, though it's not there. Okay, weird. 10 after and it still hasn't arrived. 20 minutes late and the ceremony is starting soon. Then the front desk gets a phone call that I pick up. Thank you for calling hotel. This is Valea speaking. How may I help you? Hello, is this super full name of hotel? Yes, it is. How may I assist you? This is Mary Sue from the shuttle service that's supposed to pick everyone up. Are there wedding guests in the lobby? I look around at our bursting lobby. Uh, yes, there are. She changes from the professional to exasperated casual talk. Oh boy, look. You see, the bride never paid us. Not even a deposit. So we told her we're not coming, but we never heard back from her. I noticed the date and time and decided to check if she found a different shuttle. Is the wedding still at such and such time? Oh, F it is. She says she's really sorry. It's fine. Thanks for calling. Good luck. I hang up the phone, ignore my coworker who's looking at me confused and a bit worried, take a deep breath, move from behind the front desk so I'm in front of it, and loudly clap my hands twice. Can I please have the attention of Jim and Jane's wedding guests? We have just received word that the shuttle will not be arriving, so please use your personal vehicles to drive to the venue. The front desk will be happy to provide the venue's name and address if that wasn't provided to you. Please remember not to drink and drive. Our bar will be open for drinks until 2am if you're a designated driver. Enjoy the wedding. People just looked at each other and walked out. I've never seen a group leave a lobby so organized. I stepped back behind the desk and my coworker was looking at me with these big bug eyes. I looked at him and just said, I don't do shoot the messenger. He replied, yeah, I see that. I go over to the bar and update them. Expect patrons tonight. The bride effed up the shuttle so hopefully they'll be designated drivers. Um, yeah, we could hear that over here. Impressive. Thank you. I hope you get tipped well. Somehow this became a story in the hotel and bar. When I talked with that coworker later in a circle with a couple other front desk associates, he said, You should have seen it. She didn't pause for a minute. Just hung up the phone and walked out there without pausing, and literally, nobody got upset at us. Moral of the story from me to anyone in customer service. Sometimes you have to leave no room for argument. Just state the situation and don't accept any pushback. I didn't let anyone get mad at me. The front desk lady just telling them the situation and they didn't. Don't let guests bully you for anything. Work on it and you'll get there when you inevitably get into a similar situation. 
good luck. I've gotten pretty good at that over the years. Just being no nonsense, not being nasty, not being bossy, pushy, whatever. Uh, I mean, I still got some work to do on it because, you know, some part of me still does feel bad for people left in that situation, but there's nothing you can do about it. I mean, what are you going to, you know, load them all in your personal car and take them all there to the venue and be the DD for the night? I don't think so. So good for you. A tale of ringleader Karen, in which Karen has a brush with the shocking idea that she's not the main character and has to follow the rules like everyone else. Yeah, that's a long one. I walk into work Saturday afternoon to a busy lobby. A bit odd for the slow winter season, but here we are. There was some kind of college function, a sports event maybe, going on for the local university. So we had a big group of university parents spending a night or two at the hotel. I jump right to it with getting people sorted and checked into their rooms. First red flag. Tons of these people kept turning around to talk with their friends or group while I was trying to check them in. Like I'd be running the charges and printing out a registration card and they'd dead ass turn around and walk away to chat with their friends while there were other people waiting to be checked in. I had to repeatedly ask people to come back to the desk to finish the check-in and they were annoyed that I kept asking them to come back. Second thing is that a handful of these people took phone calls while I was checking them in and some even had the audacity to tell me to wait a minute while they're holding up the rest of our arrivals. And just a note in general, if you take a phone call while I'm trying to check you in, I'm not telling you crap. Nothing. Not about breakfast, not about parking, not about check-in or check-out times. In fact, I won't speak to you at all because it's rude as F. If you want me to continue giving you information and checking you in, then get off the phone for five minutes. Okay, now that I've set the scene, here we go. Big group, primarily women, in the lobby being loud. Some of them even brought in light beer and wine coolers. And people aren't supposed to be drinking in the lobby, but whatever. Two hours after I arrived and they were still in the lobby being loud. A guest arrived and I was trying to get them checked in and answer their questions. Shocking observation here, but it's generally really difficult to hear someone when there's a group of people shouting nearby. They asked a question and I couldn't hear them, so raised my own voice and yelled, Hey folks, I need you to quiet down please. A bunch of the women turned to look at me and one of them immediately says, Excuse me? I told them again, I need you to quiet down so I can hear the guest I'm trying to help. I'd barely finished my sentence before this lady turns back around to her friends and says, Are you kidding me? Who does she think she is to tell us to be quiet? How dare you! I gripped my teeth and ignored it since they did quiet down a tiny bit, though it soon went back up to their original volume. I was able to finish checking in the guests I was with, and I go back into the office for a minute. As soon as I'm back in the office, I hear that Karen in the lobby mocking me to her Karen friends. You guys are being too effing loud. Group Snickers. B. There were a few more mocking remarks, but I was too mad to pay any more attention to this B. Who do I think I am? Oh, I don't know. Maybe just the person responsible for handling guest satisfaction and any complaints for the entire hotel during my shift. Just the front desk agent who enforces rules meant to keep the environment safe and welcoming for all guests. Just the person who has to think about the whole hotel and not just a few people staying in it. That's who I think I am. I just want to know who she thinks she is to act like it's an affront for me to ask the entire group in the lobby, not just her, to please quiet down so I can help someone. She was pissed. Apparently she thought she could do whatever she pleased without interference from an employee. As if she was the main character. The only one who didn't have to follow the rules because she thinks the rules are for everyone except her. She's not the only person staying there and contrary to popular belief, not everyone wants to hear the ugly hyena screeching sorry excuse for an indoor conversation. So in conclusion to the loud and titled Karen, I leave you this sentiment. F you. Edit. Y'all, I'm a small woman who works alone at night. I was exhausted and getting a bad migraine. I didn't claim to change this woman's whole perspective. I said she was disgusted and shocked that she had to follow the rules created to maintain everyone's comfort and not just her own. So no, I wasn't going to upend 20 people, including a handful of large drunk men, when they left shortly after I yelled at them anyway. 
If they'd stayed for longer, yeah, I would have had them return to their rooms or face being evicted. I dislike all the nasty stuff people saying to me here. I didn't ask to be graded on my performance. I just wanted to vent about this dumb Karen. Well, Opie, hate to tell you, this is the internet. If you post anything on the internet, you are asking to be graded on your performance, <laughs> whether you like it or not. Me talking in this video is the same way. Whether I agree with people's opinions or not, they're still going to give them, and that's fine, uh, as long as they're respectful. I didn't see anything really disrespectful below this post. Um, people were just saying, you know, hey, you know, I would have told them all to get out or get evicted, go back to their rooms or get evicted or whatever. And they're not wrong. It doesn't matter your size. If you need to, call the cops if they're being unruly and disruptive. I mean, I'm sure there's some sort of corporate standards. And if you're not capable of enforcing them, then I'm sorry, this might not be the job for you. So I don't know. It sounds like you did an okay job, but I'm not sure how you could hold your cool with that crowd and then still get pissy when people are letting you know what they would have done if they were in your shoes in the Reddit post. So I don't know. Take it for what it's worth bystander effect. I work at a medium-sized independent hotel as a desk jockey, and just like everyone else here, morning shifts include coding all the keys for the arrivals for the day. When they hired me, they showed me how to code keys through this pain-in-the-ass interface that bugged out half the time, had a million things to click before you made the key, and even if you got everything right, it still somehow got stuck sometimes for like a minute before it encoded the key card. But you see, whenever you check someone in, in the hotel management software, it gives you an option to encode a key since the management software is integrated with the key card coding software we use. But I, as well as everyone else, was told that feature doesn't work and we have to manually encode every single key card. So one day, on a slow day, I decided to poke around in the management software since I figured there has to be a way to get it working. And to my surprise, there was no need to get it working because it already worked. And I know why people thought it was broken. After you code a key card through the management software, you can't read key info through the encoding software for about a minute. No idea why, it just says that the key is blank or damaged, but the key works just fine. So basically somebody tried it, then tried reading the info on the key and saw that it said it was blank or damaged and assumed that the easy option is a no-go. Told everyone else and everyone else believed it without checking for themselves. Okay. Yeah, I mean, you really can't blame them. You know, if they don't really know the system and somebody said it's broken, then I don't know. Most people aren't willing or nor should they go poking around in the software in most cases because uh, they're going to screw something up if they do. You're one of the few people that kind of picked your way through carefully, I guess, and figured it out without like bugging things out worse. So good for you. Hey, saves you time. Nobody else wants to try it. Screw it. Just a vent. One thing I hate about the front desk is that I'm usually the only employee on the property during my shifts. Like, I'm totally alone and literally anyone could walk in. Today this guy came in and told me he had a friend who was staying here at one point and wasn't sure if he'd left yet or not. So I asked what his friend's name was and he was like, hold on, let me call him. And he went outside to his car. Then he came back in and was like, I lied, I came for you. <laughs> not too creepy. And then he asked me what time I get off work and he said he had to talk to me about something very important and serious, but couldn't talk to me about it at my job. And I kept telling him I didn't know what he was talking about. It was mildly difficult to understand what he was saying because he didn't speak English very well. Then he said, you're a beautiful woman. I'm a man. I like you. Yeah. And said he wants to see me outside of work. And he basically said he'd been stalking me. Like he said he'd never been inside this hotel before. He said he lives at the hotel across the street. But he said he's driven through the driveway several times to see me. And that I've seen you before and I always see you here. And he kept asking what time I get out of work over and over. 
and I was scared, so I put my hand on my cell phone, and then he started repeatedly asking me for my number. And he kept kind of laughing and being like, what's wrong? Are you scared? And I was like, no, but I'm super uncomfortable with this. And he kept being like, but why? And I was like, I'm not even into men. I'm a lesbian. And he was like, what the F? And slammed his hand on the desk. (laughs) And he was like, I don't believe you. Let me get your number. And I kept saying I was uncomfortable and that I wasn't interested. Finally, he left. I'm honestly really terrified he's going to come back. And I'm here for another few hours, so that's fun. Probably a bad idea for most hotels to have anybody on front desk or night audit by themselves. With that being said, you gotta be a little quicker to call the cops. The guy kept pressing, kept pressing, kept pressing. He's not a guest there. He's basically trespassing at that point once you've told him, you know, no. It's all the personal stuff. And he's not looking to rent a room. So, uh, yeah, that is creepy, though. I would definitely have them trespass from the property at the very least. And then talk to your employer about having somebody either work with you, have somebody there to walk you in and out to your car, things like that. So, uh, yeah, just watch your back and you're going to meet crazies no matter where you work. Uh, seems like, you know, working cash register at a gas station, liquor store, uh, front desk at a hotel or bar, being a bar server. Yeah, all those jobs, you'd meet extra crazy people. Ask me how I know. The guy tried to sell the small telescope to me while I was at the front desk at the museum. This is a weird short story that happened to me a few months ago. I have several jobs at the local museum, one of them being an occasional cashier at the front desk where I sell the tickets and souvenirs. Despite its name, it actually isn't right at the front of the museum, and you can access the rest of the building without even approaching it. On that day, we had lots of people coming in and out who were preparing for the event. As a result, this particular guy managed to blend in rather easily. I was sort of aware of him, but there really were many people walking in and out at that time, wearing all kinds of clothes and carrying various equipment for the event. This guy was holding something that most co-workers who saw him assumed to be a camera with a small tripod. He asked someone for the bathroom, then entered the first exhibition and also tried to enter the rest of them. Not possible though, they have turnstiles and require a ticket, so he returned to the ground floor. The guy then walked up to me at the front desk and showed me what he was holding. It was a small telescope. No idea how he got it, but I doubt it belonged to him. He said he needed money for the ride back home, which is a common thing to say when you ask strangers for money here. Then he tried to sell the telescope to the museum. I refused and he tried to sell it to me instead because, you know, I was a smart young man who would surely like to own a telescope. I still kept saying no. No explanation, just no. He was trying really hard and, not gonna lie, I was becoming very uncomfortable. Luckily, me not budging and repeating the same thing over and over helped. He left, and tried to sell the telescope to the group of women he stumbled upon outside. They immediately went into the museum and asked whether he had stolen it from us. The management checked the cameras and I asked around the exhibitions, but he wasn't even able to enter the only exhibition which is related to the space. Plus, their telescope is much bigger. So yeah, luckily the guy already came with the telescope to the museum, even though he most likely stole it from somewhere. I don't mind dealing with problematic visitors. Not that we get many, luckily. But it would be nice not to have to meet the telescope guy again. (laughs) Telescope guy. I meet people like that all the time. I don't know why. There must be something written across my face. I don't know if I look like an easy target or what, but, you know, I walk into a Wawa, 7-Eleven, any gas station, supermarket, and somebody's always trying to sell me something or ask for bus fare back home. When I know damn well the guy lives right here within a block of where he asked me for the change to begin with. Oh, by the way, halfway between there and his home is the liquor store. Uh, so they're, they're looking for a fix or a drink or something nine times out of ten. They're not looking for cab fare, bus fare, Uber money, 
whatever. Uh, yeah. Hell, most of the time they're not even going to eat or get something, you know, decent to drink out of it. They're just going to go booze it up or ingest it in some other fashion. You've been listening to Storytime with Uncle Reddit. If you enjoy this content, be sure to follow my podcast. I upload new episodes at least three times a week.